Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pub podcast. On this episode, I am joined by Halifax Wanderers' new boy, uh, Gabriel Escobar. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. We're super excited to get to know you a little bit better. Um, the fans have kind of liked what they've seen so far, so um, be good for them to know a little bit about you too. So we usually just start off with a couple of easier questions just to kind of get you in the flow of things. So what's your favorite cheat meal? Favorite cheat meal? I was like something fried chicken, fried chicken for sure. Nice Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah, it's definitely gonna be Popeyes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, your favorite movie or TV show? Favorite movie or TV show? Mm, that's tough. There's a few good ones. Narcos is pretty good for sure. That's up there. Peaky Blinders is also one that was really good as well. Nice. Um, there's a there's a gangster team going through all this, man. What's the story? <laughs> 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 uh, it's good i like i like the i like the like the little crime show so it's cool stuff like that okay awesome so uh i'll see if i can get some of the fans to turn up with the peaky blinders hats on just for you <laughs> but uh what's the uh what's the favorite pair of football boots you've ever owned that i've ever owned i would have to say i've ever owned i used to have the old uh the total 90s the ronaldinho the golden white ones love that man yeah okay. for sure so, are you Nike or Adidas or? I've been back and forth, like throughout the academy in Vancouver. Like, uh, you have to wear Adidas at one point. Like, you get to it's a mandatory. But then I've always been a Nike guy through and through, for sure. Love it. Um. So, uh, how did the move to Halifax happen? I guess would be the first question. Uh well, like, it was tough, you know, for me at, in the beginning because, um. So I left the Vancouver Academy around 2019, right before COVID hit. And uh, I had a few things set up in the CPL and stuff, right? But then um, COVID hit in uh, April and my things were set up in March. Sorry, COVID, no, my things were set up in April and then COVID hit March. Jeez. So, yeah, so then all that kind of just got brushed off because, you know, the whole world flips upside down. And then um, after that, when everything kind of got recovered, it was everything was still a bit in the dark for me and, you know, for everyone in the league and just everything around football, right? And then uh, so I started playing locally with some men's teams around the city in Vancouver, um, you know, because one of the things about me is that um, adversity doesn't, like, really bother me. I feel like um, those are the moments that separate you from the next level, you know? Yeah, and you have to keep keep fighting, keep pushing through, and even like at one point, I, I was tough mentally for sure during the uh, COVID and everything. My dad sat me down. He told me he's like, "Listen, he's like, you can only do what you can control. So you can stay fit, do all the right things, and when the opportunity comes, you got to take it." 
So I did that. I stayed fit. I trained with a few men's team, teams around the city. And then um, recently the, the Beast League One team came along uh, in BC. And then I joined uh, TSS Rovers there. Um, we had a, had a pretty good season. We won the league. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I I've had, I felt like I had a good good season overall with them. You know, um, I got I played the first week, got team of the week that week. Then I got injured the next second game. So I missed the next three games. Came back for the last five weeks, got team of the week all five weeks. That's and then we so, you know, and then I get a call from my agent saying that, the Wanderers want to give me a, an opportunity, right? And, you know, it was just all kind of aligned at the right time. I got my opportunity and I took it. So just thankful that they gave me a chance to, to kind of show them what I can bring to the table, you know? So was there ever a time, like, just going back to the COVID thing, like, uh, like was there ever a time where you're like, shit, I might have to get, like, a, a proper job? <laughs> I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, uh... no, definitely. And, uh, and I did. I did because my dad has a kind of a junk removal construction company. So, you know, there was a, a moment in time where I was working straight construction stuff and and doing that for a while, you know, because you have to, you know, keep doing the right things still, right? So I did for a while and, you know, and um, for a lot of people that would be like, okay, this is it, right? You know, this is how it goes. But then for me, it was one of those things that I just, especially where I come from, you know, it's like, like you don't, as much as things can get tough, like you got to keep fighting through because you never know what's, what could happen, right? So it never really, never really bothered me in the sense of that much. Like I was always prepared for any situation. Love it, man. That's a it's a great mindset you have. And does that come from your like? Is your dad like a kind of um, yeah, yeah, a big influence? And he is he that type of person too, where he's like he's like yeah. focused. Yeah, for sure. My dad's a big influence in my life for sure. He's kind of the one that because uh, I was born in El Salvador, right? And I moved here when I was seven. You know and. Growing up, uh, I like I thought I came here to learn English. That was that was the thought that that's what I, I got told when I was a kid, right? Yeah. Get older, like, um, I start to like, you know talk to my dad more, and you start to have these conversations as an adult, right? And he tells you different things. And then I learned that um, so my dad used to be in politics back in El Salvador, you know. And then um, it's there was a moment where his life got threatened. Wow. Yeah. So then uh, he he knew what he had to do, you know if if he was life was being threatened then you know family and stuff things right so he knew that if he had to get out before something you know took place he came up and then my aunt was living in vancouver at the time so and then my dad my dad came to vancouver before he knew the city and stuff so he he thought you know it's it's a good place and then my mom as well as working for the consulate of el salvador in el salvador but then she got the opportunity to be able to tra be transferred to vancouver as well so that helped out a lot. And then, you know, the decision came along that it was better for our family to, you know, to immigrate over to, to Canada and look for a better opportunity, better life. And that's why he's a big part of my life, you know, just for him to to give up so many things in his life to give us a better life, you know, and the challenges that he's, that he's gone through, he definitely motivates me in, in, in my life and, you know, and kind of shows me that um, hard work always, like, pays off and the adversity of, of like, the things that life brings at you, you always got to be, you know, prepared for anything. So 
he's definitely a big part of my life. That's that's crazy. It must have been like, you know, you're there feeling bad about like your football career and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, somebody tried to kill me. Get over it. Yeah, then you realize these things, you're like, okay, it's, you know, I just got to focus on on the things that, you know, I got to be grateful for the things that, you, that you're able to do, you know, be able to, to play soccer still, you know, you got to be thankful for those opportunities that you get. So it definitely, definitely opens your eyes. So, you know, and so, so did you come in on trial or was it like a straight up like transfer? Well, like a, no, I was, it was more of like a, a trial to sign sort of thing. I felt like definitely more of a, like a trial where I was here for the week. They gave me the week to, to prove myself and, you know, and, and cause obviously you can't just bring someone cured, you know, just, you haven't seen them and stuff like that. Right. So came in for the week. I felt like I trained well. They, they did too. And everything just, just played up, played off in the right direction. So. That's awesome. So did I, what, what have they kind of said to you of like where, where they see you fitting into the system that they have? Obviously you've got competition, which is always a good thing too, but like yeah, where, do they yeah. see, where do they see you fitting into that system? Um, well, right now, you know, it's tough, you know, coming into the, the way the, the team was set up, you know, everything, obviously the coach has his vision that he has set up with the current players he had. So it was mostly about me just kind of earning my spot and, and, you know, because uh, uh, just earning my spot and being able to fight for that position, right? And helping the team out in in the ways that I can, like in my attributes as well. So that was kind of the main thing that I got told, you know. And uh, like, do you um have you and Tabby built up like a little bit of a healthy rivalry, like as a kind of yeah, respect yeah, yeah, there? Yeah, we're good friends, of course, you know. And especially like as a team, like as much as you know, you have the competition between teammates and positions and stuff like that. You know, at the end of the day, you have to understand that you are a team, you know, and as much as like I could start the one game, he could start one game. In the end, we have to support each other because at the end of the day, it's about the three points, right? It's about all all of us together. You know. So, so, so um, obviously, our results have been kind of up and down. It's been a bit of a roller coaster the last couple of weeks. Uh, what's like coming back from Edmonton? Everybody kind of expected us to win. It was kind of a crazy game. But like, what's the mood been around the squad this week? Like, is is people still focused oh, on the game on Monday? And how are how are yeah. everybody doing? everyone's been kind of like in the zone, you know, cause we knew that, you know, the expectation everyone had for us going into that game and, you know, and it just felt like obviously the mood after the game was, you know, upsetting for everyone. We knew, you know, that we let the fans down, you know, and we let ourselves down as well because it wasn't to our standard, you know, and I felt like that was kind of just like another reason to, 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 to help us stay focused, you know, and refocus, which is the main thing, you know, and, and kind of push each other as much as like, you know, things can get down. The most important thing is that we stick together. That's the main thing, you know, and, and help each other through this because we're still, still got, still got time, still got games to go, right? Yeah. And, you know, the season's not over. The season's over until the last game. So we have to keep going and pushing each other. Love that attitude, man. It's, uh, you know, it's been a, a tough season for everybody, but it's nice to know that you're still a focus in, in these last few games, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I understand, especially for the fans, you know, like, that's the main thing for us. Like, we, in the end, obviously, you know, we love to play a game, but as much as we love to win and, and, and succeed, obviously you want to do it for the fans as well because they're the ones that come out to cheer and support us, right? You know, they're the ones that, you know, are are buying the tickets and doing all this, you know, and it just, especially when you win, you know, the happiness that you bring towards the fans in the city is just, it's what really matters. So uh, how, how are you finding getting up to, uh, like coming from the season with TSS and coming out to Halifax, how are you finding getting up to speed with everything? Because obviously it's a, it's a, it's it was a, pretty, it was pretty good actually because um, 
my the final for the for the BCC one was on August first, and then I came here. I think it was August sixth. So I was still fit. I was still, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't coming off, you know, a break or anything. So I came in fit right away, which helped out. And, you know, and then coming in from winning, winning that BC League one, you know, that mentality of, okay, what can I do to help the team out now? What can I, I bring to these guys to, to help, you know, motivate them and, and push them in any way that I can. You know, that was the main thing that crossed my head. Nice. Um, so, you know, uh, somebody had asked me to ask you, um, what, what what players do you model yourself after? Is there a player where you're like, you know, like I'm like Marcello, I'm like uh, Ashley Cole, or who, who do you think that you're, you most uh, play like? Um, for me, it was more of a, a Patrice Everett type of, type of player. Nice. Was, yeah, for sure. In that sense of, uh, you know, just, and I would also say probably, um, Maldini in the sense of like the aggressiveness. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's probably, probably the two players for sure. That's a that's a fucking good mixture. <laughs> oh god. So um how, how was your first uh, few minutes like coming on and playing? Like obviously you, you, you got a chance to play at the Wanderers ground. So what what yeah. was the what was the what was the build up of the day? Because I, I know that uh, one of the last games, I I happened to be walking downtown when the players had showed up and the guy was there with the camera, like getting your your fits as you're walking in and all that kind of stuff. So what's the what, what was the what was the build up to the the game like and what was it like going on to the to your first minutes? No, you know it was good and then uh, finding out I was in the 18, you know it was it was uh, exciting, especially you know first time and everything, right? And and you just just waiting for that moment just to to get the, those few minutes, you know to to get like to kind of take everything in even though in that moment you don't really realize it until it's over but uh, <laughs> it was it was exciting you know then being in the dressing room you know being in the 18 you know and then warming even warming up in the sidelines as as the game was going on and seeing the crowd seeing all the fans it was great and then especially get it coming in and then getting three points was was a surreal feeling you know yeah it, it, like and it was one of those things that we'd be Kind of have been going through a bit of a rough time, and then we had like two wins back to back, which lifted the mood up big time. So you know yeah. that little uh, lap of honor at the end must have felt pretty nice, with on the back of the yeah. three points. Yeah, it was good. yeah, for sure. And like you know, I saw it from uh, the other game that um, because I watched the game against uh, I think it was Valor. Yep, I watched that game, and uh, you know, I saw the lap after the game, right. And you know, I was in my head. I was like, "Well, if I have to experience that." <laughs> so, I got to. I got to do it after that game. It was. It was great. So, like, I, I, I've always kind of wanted this to, to ask you guys this. So, how much effort is put into getting ready for the game? Because you know, like when I go to work, like I look like a bum because I'm just like, it's work. I don't give a shit. But you know, you've got the guy with the camera, and then he puts it up onto uh, Instagram and all that stuff. Like, is there like a big? Is it a big? thing for the day where you pick out your clothes and all that nah, kind of stuff for, for me it's one of those things it's like i realized as as, as i grew up in an academy because I, when i was younger i would put a lot of pressure on me before games right i'd be like oh i have to do this right i have to do this this and this right but then i feel like once you do that you put more pre- pressure on your head and your thoughts and everything right so i started to realize that it's better just take it um as as any day you know obviously obviously you're more focused and everything but take it as a, as of uh Okay, I get to play another day, you know. Now I gotta now you start to focus on the things that you can control. You know, the first pass you do and everything, right? The first thing, the first couple of touches in the game, and then once that kind of builds up into the game, then you just start, you know, everything just starts flowing into its place, and it's just 
I feel like that's that's definitely the way to do it. You know, wake up in the morning, regular, have breakfast, and then, you know, get ready for the game. You go you're in the locker room, you start focusing on what you can control. And then as you get into the game, you start working on and start doing the things that you can't control. And that just kind of builds you up throughout the game. So so how much effort do the guys put into, like, picking out their outfit for turning up at the ground, though? There's, the... there's definitely a few guys that, that <laughs> pay attention to pick out their outfits. You know? <laughs> they want to... They want to have a little runway dip before they get because there's a there's a barber in the in Halifax, and I think that Polisi's been to see him like every every week. Like there's a oh, there's yeah. a picture of Polisi and they're getting something done to his hair, man. It's just like it's crazy. It's funny as hell, but it's just like he needs, he needs his hair for sure. He's, 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 he's on the on looking fresh all the time. So, <laughs> so so as you mentioned, that you're a part of the uh, the Vancouver uh, the, the Whitecaps Academy. Like so, there was a couple of the guys in the team that were there too. Were they there at the same the same time as you? And yeah, yeah, Jake Ruby and Marcello were both at the same time when I was there. Um, Jake Ruby and I played together for for a while. Um, he was uh, we made it to the semifinals as well together. So it was it was great, you know, seeing him again when I got here. And you know, obviously me and Marcello as well. Um, we live close by uh, back home, so we kind of like, you know, knew each other as well with that. So it was just good seeing the guys when I when I got here, and they made it more more welcoming as well. So it was great. And then uh, Campania has come in too as well. From... Yeah, and Christian came in, and you know, I was I was there before Christian in the academy, right? And then he came in, so I kind of like, you know, I kind of helped him come into here to uh, like welcome him. You know, I told him everything. You know, I was gonna be, and and I felt like the everyone in the locker room as well is pretty welcoming, which is which is a great part as well. So it makes you feel like right at home right away. So. That's awesome. So, um, as you mentioned there, you're a, a, a champion with uh with TSS Rovers, like in the first season of the the League One BC. So, what what was the, what was the setup of the league like? Because obviously it's the first season. Uh, what was the competition like? What were the players like you're playing against, and uh, oh, the, was your overall experience? Oh, the experience was great. Honestly, for a first year, like everything was set up great. You know, the competition was was definitely there. You know, everyone was was competing throughout the season. You know, there was no team that was just superior to anyone you know it was it was great you know the even like throughout the the games you go to the fans would come out and support teams um the quality of, of players that were there obviously you know from universities to you know ex ex uh, whitecaps academy players ex this players like there was players from all over so it was great to see the bc get something to to help you know football grow in the city, right? In the, in the province and in the city of Vancouver and everything. So it was great. So would it have been like a, a fan? That was like their big thing was they like they were kind of fan on and people got to buy a piece of it and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that, that's kind of unique for Canada. So what was that like? Like like the, I, I can just imagine like a fan who's like spent a hundred dollars to be a part of it, like giving you a hard time saying, I pay your wages or, or something like that. You know, but what was that? Yeah, What's that? Uh, kind of <laughs> I remember it was great to be honest, and you know, it was um the fans were were fun, you know, everyone, you know, and as much as like they want to yell out to you, it makes them just makes the game more interesting, you know. So <laughs> it was it was good. I had a great time. You're obviously uh TSS were a semi pro team, and this is you've moving into the back into professional kind of uh, situation. So I kind of I'd like to get a gauge from people of what it's like to switch from that semi-pro setup to the professional setup so what was like what would what would your week be like playing semi-pro with tss and what's your week like playing for the wanderers i mean like with tss it was one of one of those things we trained every day so it's it wow. was, yeah we trained every day it was in the morning as well so we it was 
professional to the to the highest extent that you could have, you know. Like we train every day. We we um you know we have meetings about certain games and stuff, right? You know, as as a as professional, you as you can make it. So which helped a lot, you know, trying transitioning into this as well. And like even for me being in the White Castle Academy for so long, you know, you get built up to be a professional, right? Yeah. So throughout my throughout my career, wherever I go. I'm, I always hold myself to standard of a professional. You have to, because that's the way. You, that's the way you're gonna succeed in this game, right? So I felt like it was, it was good, you know, especially the team, the way they had it set up. It was as professional as you can make it. So that's incredible, like for a for, for a first season team to be able to yeah. do that. Like I mean, like, it sounds like they like I know they had uh, teams in the development leagues and and all that kind of stuff, but like to be able to basically have as a pro setup is pretty nice. So then obviously then coming into the Wanderers. It wasn't that much of a difference then? Is it pretty much the same? Obviously, the you get to a, to a whole other level of like the details that separates the professional from the semi-pro. That's kind of the main difference, you know. The and that's what is a big difference in in the game. Professional semi-pro is just the details, right? Those little things are what separates, you know, the more that's the more just the small the margins that that make up being a professional, right? So do you got like with with the with the wanderers like do they give you like game tapes and they kind of analyze yeah. everything? Yeah, we analyze things. You know, we analyze games before like who we're gonna play as well. You know, certain players obviously we have to look out for. You know, and what we can do better as well, things like that. So that obviously obviously helps you as a player. You know, it helps you um be prepared in any for every game or any situation that 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 comes along. You know, it gives you pictures of in your mind of what to, what to look out for. So it definitely helps you out a lot. And what what's the dynamic like? Where uh, I I talked to a couple of players at the kind of start of the season when uh, Alejandro had come in. Um, so what's the dynamic like with with him and Stephen at training? Like is Stephen like in the middle of everything and like Alejandro's kind of look looking out, like kind of sitting back and watching what's happening, or is he right in there with Stephen? What's the dynamic? It's a, bit of, it's a it's a mixed match of both. So like once in a while, when we'll talk, take charge, then we'll we'll look out, and then he'll pick he'll come in, make a few points, you know, and then one will sit back. Do the they'll do their thing, then he'll come in do their points. So it's, it's a good it's a good mix of both. You know, it's a it's great to have both guys. You know, analyzing certain things that they obviously see and and help out the each other and the team as well. So that's that's also very good. And they also finding that they're helping you with your game with the like the details. Yeah, yeah definitely. Just the details that you know they talk to you after certain drills and things, right? And they tell you you know what you can what you should do this and this. So obviously having that extra set of eyes, you know, helps out a lot. Um, somebody had asked me to ask you, how did you get your nickname? Uh, El El Tigre El Tigre. I'm, my Spanish yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> El Tigre. So that means the tiger in, in Spanish. So I was with the national team, and there was a play where uh, we had an inter squad against the first team, and um, we're getting ready for qualifiers for the World Cup, and uh, we're playing inter squad, and there was a play where uh, they had they had a corner. Uh, sorry, we had a corner, and then you know. Ball came in, uh, players in the box, and then they broke out on a counter. You know, and I, I started sprinting from their their goal to ours, you know, all the way across the field, and then made a tackle right at the end. <laughs> and then one of the one of the older players from Salvador was saying, maybe that guy hunted the ball like a tiger. So the guy started saying, hey, El Tigre, Tigre, and just, they just stuck, you know, and, and then just, and then, once that happened, then I brought it back to Vancouver. Players in Vancouver, with the when I went to preseason, with the first team started calling me that, and then it just, it just that stayed. Is, that is fucking awesome. I love it. 
<laughs> like that's a really good way to get that nickname, man. That's pretty yeah, good. Not like yeah. it, you were like trying to scratch somebody's eyes out. Um, so, so um, you, you know, um, you were with the Canadian uh underage national team, and then you switched over to uh El Salvador. Obviously, like you've got big connections there. So, coming here to to Halifax and we go back to that professional level, do you think that'll help you get back into the international scene? Yeah, for sure, definitely. That's kind of another another goal I have set for myself, you know, because uh, obviously you want to compete in an international level, right? You know, just uh, kind of have, you know, another different point of view for for fans to see as well, right, and everything. So it's it's obviously another goal for mine to reach. That's amazing, man. And what what was it like, uh, like making that decision to switch from Canada to El Salvador? Well, it kind of was a. Uh, like I didn't have my passport. That was the kind of the main the main reason. Oh but, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, as I got older, you know, you, it it hit like you have to make a decision. Yeah. And for me, like obviously, my roots back home. It's always it's always been a big part of my life, you know. And um, so it was it was it wasn't that hard of a transition because you know it's all my family's out there, you know, and it's you know the supporters out there as well. So, um. You know, when I got there, everyone welcomed me with open arms, and it was great. You know, so that was that. That's made it. That made it a lot easier for sure. That's awesome, man. And um, this is my last question. Uh, let you get back to whatever you do of an evening. Uh, you wear the number fifty-two. Uh, does that have any special meaning to you, or did you just go like? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was the one. So it's just two. There's a few reasons. So like the one of the main ones was when I was in the academy, and I moved up to play with the older players. This was the number I got. And um, I remember the equipment manager, uh, Marty, we were good friends. And he told me, he's like, I want to see this number when you when you make it professional. Oh, man. And I was like, and I was like, this is the number I'm going to have. I'm telling you. I told him, I told him, I told him I'm going to sign pro and I'm going to get the keeper's number. I said that to him. So then throw wherever I went, that's kind of the number that in my head I always, I always knew that I was going to sign with. That's kind of the goal that I had in mind. And um, as well, you know, uh, there was a, a number of a cousin of mine who played football. He lived out in Baltimore, and uh, he uh, was a big Ray Lewis fan. Okay. And, uh, and it wasn't more about the sport, but more about the mentality of the player. And I remember he showed me a video about Ray Lewis and the mentality he had, and you know about hard work. And and I and I and I started like watching some of his videos and learning about him and just like the mentality he had about hard work and how important hard work is and discipline and, and all that stuff is a big reason as well, because I looked up to that, you know, a big part yeah. of me is hard work. That's one thing that no one could take away from me that, you know, I always give my all work, my hardest in any situation, you know, and I, that's a big thing that I loved about him and about that situation. That just the mentality of hard work. That's another reason as well. That's awesome, man. So did the, Guy from Vancouver, like, get in touch with you when you wore it for the Wanderers for the first yeah, time? Yeah, no, not, not yet, actually, not yet. So I'm pretty sure, like, he's going to want a jersey for sure. When I, <laughs> when I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out. Like, uh, no, thank you for having me. This is, this is great. Yeah, it's, it's you know, like, it's, uh, as I said, it's a great way for the fans to kind of get you to know you a little bit better. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Monday is the 100th game of the, the Wanderers, so it's going to be a pretty special occasion. Yeah. And, uh, no pressure, but you just have to win. So uh, good luck with that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's all we want. Thank you very much. No worries, man. I'll probably see you Monday. Take care. Cheers. Yeah, have a good one. Thanks. See you.
Get out. Out of trouble.